Welcome to the Retirement Guide Podcast. I'm your host, George Jameson, owner of Capital Wealth Group, a flat fee-only advisory firm. Whether you're nearing retirement or already retired, join me each week as we explore the world of retirement planning and equip you with the knowledge and tools you need for a successful retirement. In today's episode, we're talking about fixed index annuities. I'll explain how they work, how they have historically performed, what they were designed to do, the two main reasons retirees may consider buying one, what's a renewal rate and why should they matter, and then my unbiased opinion on fixed index annuities. If you're interested in learning about other types of annuities, please check out my two previous annuity episodes from last week. So let's get started. Fixed index annuities, also called FIA annuities, are very complex and often sold using exaggerated claims. I will reveal what you didn't know about FIA annuities that no one has told you before. A lot of people have been asking me about FIA annuities lately, and many people are selling them often with unrealistic illustrations. Per Limra.com, in the first quarter of 2023, fixed index annuities jumped 42% to $23.1 billion, setting a record for the third consecutive quarter. Limra expects FIA sales to grow as much as 10% in 2023. So here's what to remember. If it sounds too good to be true, get a second opinion. No two FIA annuities are exactly alike, and the contracts are only as good as the language used and the credit of the company backing them. In addition, the insurance company can change the cap rate, the participation rate, and the spread every year. Before you buy, read and understand the prospectus and check the historical rates to see how they've changed over time. It's critically important to read and be aware of the fine print. FIAs can offer both principal protection and a lifetime income, depending on the options you choose. If you choose an income rider, then the main use is lifetime income. If no rider is chosen, a FIA annuity is used to protect the principal and hopefully earn interest a little better than fixed MIGA annuities, CDs, and government bonds over the long term. Here are the basics you need to know about fee annuities. They were introduced in 1995 to compete with CDs and bonds. And over the long term, they have produced CD and bond-like returns, not stock market-like returns, as some sales pitches may claim. You may wonder why they have had CD and bond-like returns. Well, that's just how they were designed to perform. FIAs are insurance products, not stock market products or securities. They are not too good to be true and they're not a one-size-fits-all solution for retirement. They do not offer market upside with no downside. However, that is often how they are pitched. How can a retiree use a FIA annuity? Like I mentioned earlier, it depends on the options chosen. They can be used for principal protection or a lifetime income. If an annuity income rider is chosen, then the main use is lifetime income. Without a rider, it can be used to protect the principal and potentially earn a little more interest than CDs, fixed MIGA annuities, and government bonds. The key word is potentially over time. They may earn interest a little better than fixed income. How do FIA annuities work? They are complex, so bear with me. The return is mainly based on a call option on an index like the S&P 500. The call option is generally a one-year option and expires at the anniversary date. Note, there are a lot of other indexes used, but I personally would stick with the well-known indexes like the S&P 500. The option is a bet on where the price will go in the future. The 
insurance company pays a fee, also known as a premium, to buy the call option. If at the expiration date or anniversary date, the asset's price is above the strike price, the insurance company gets the difference between the original price and the price at expiration, minus the premium. As a result, the insurance company gives you a limited portion of those gains, and that return is locked in. The good news is that the market crashes, the fixed index annuity doesn't lose. However, FIA annuities have limits, often major ones, in the form of cap rates, participation rates, and spreads. So how is the return calculated? An index annuity return is linked to the performance of an index, like the S&P 500, but with limited upside. If the index has a gain, your index annuity will also increase. But here's the thing. The insurance companies put some rules in place to limit how much your annuity can increase. What do they use to limit the returns, you may ask? First, dividends are excluded. For example, if the S&P 500 has a total return of 7% one year, but 2% of those returns are from dividends, your annuity only goes up 5%, assuming no other features or fees. Second, only a portion of the index is included. Fee annuities use one or more features that restrict your returns. The three main features are, first, cap rates. The cap rate is a max rate of return that your FIA annuity can earn. For example, if your cap is 4% and the index return is 12, your annuity will only go up by 4%. Second is called participation rates. The participation rate determines the percentage of gain your fixed annuity will get. For example, if the participation rate is 70% and the index return is 10%, your annuity will only go up by 7%. And then third, it's called spreads. Spread is another name for a fee. This fee subtracts a set percentage from any gain in the index. In the case of an annuity with a spread of 3%, if the index return is calculated to be 8%, then your annuity would only go up 5% because 8 minus 3 is 5. Some fee annuities combine these features. For example, if an annuity uses both a participation rate of 70% and a spread of 3 and the S&P 500 returns 10%, your annuity would get 4% because 10 times 70 is 7% and then 7 minus 3 is 4%. These features can reduce your return in the same way that a direct fee would, even if the annuity is called a no-fee annuity. So you know every policy for a fixed index annuity is different. But the main thing is they limit how much your money can grow. If someone tells you that you'll get all the benefits of the S&P 500, they're not being honest. Here's another thing. Some annuity companies give you a really high growth limit in the first year, making it look great. But then they change it after the first year, and that can be a problem. Renewal rates are crucial in index annuities. Let me explain with an example. Imagine you bought a seven-year surrender charge fixed index annuity. In the first year, they might give you a good return if the markets do well, but after that, it's not so great. The problem is you're essentially buying a one-year guarantee on how much your money can grow, and for the other six years, you're at the mercy of the annuity company. They decide what limits they'll put on your money each year, and you can't do anything about it. That's why checking the renewal rate history of the annuity company is essential. Don't buy an index annuity based on the optimistic promises some agents might make. Those never come true. Index annuities are more like CDs and bonds, with maybe slightly better returns, but don't expect stock market-like gains.
before you sign up for any index annuity, take a good look at how the annuity company has changed their renewal rates in the past. This will give you a better idea of what to expect in the future. When researching fixed index annuities, it was tough to find unbiased opinions. Two reasons. First, all FIA annuities are different. And second, the information mainly came from annuity salespeople or investment managers with their own interests. As a flat fee financial planner, I don't take commissions, so I can stay unbiased as possible. Some insurance companies now offer no commission FIA annuities, but most still are sold with commissions. The commission range for all the different seven-year surrender FIA annuities I looked up were anywhere between 4% to 7.5%, while the fee-based equivalent would be around 0.57% to a little over 1%. I checked out a bunch of seven-year fixed index annuities, and the cap rate linked to the S&P 500 ranged from 3% to 12%. Now let's imagine the S&P 500 went up by 10%, without considering dividends. If your cap rate is 5%, you get credited with 5%. But that's assuming you have a 100% participation rate, no spreads, and no riders, which are usually around 1% fee. Now let's look at a different scenario. If you have a cap rate of 10%, but a participation rate of 70, and a 1% spread, and a rider with a 1% fee, and the S&P 500 index goes up 10%, your interest credit would be around 5%. This is just looking at the point-to-point aspect. There's also something called averages, but we won't dive into that right now. The most crucial part to remember isn't the cap rate you get in the first year. It's more about what happens in the following years, like year two, three, four, and so on. This is where we get into the renewal rates part of an index annuity. The best thing you can do is look at the renewal rate history which will at least give you an idea of how the rates and features change over time. So let's sum it all up. Retirees can use FIA annuities in different ways, depending on the options you choose. They can offer principal protection and lifetime income. If you pick a lifetime income rider, it's mainly used for lifetime income. Without a rider, it's usually used to protect the principal and hopefully earn slightly more interest than CDs, fixed annuities, and government bonds over a long period of time. FIA annuities are light replacement for bonds that can give you lifetime income, but they will not give you the stock market light returns like some may say. The returns of FIA annuities are based on an index like the S&P 500, but they're limited because dividends are not included. And there are also features like cap rates, participation rates, and spreads that restrict their potential returns, though they do offer principal protection. In my opinion, if you want guaranteed lifetime income in retirement with the best rate, compare SPIA annuities to fixed index annuities with a lifetime income rider. If you're looking for bond-like returns with principal protection, a fixed index annuity may fit into your retirement plan. But considering the current interest rate environment, fixed MIGA annuities, government bonds, and CDs might be a better choice today. Always be cautious and do your research because fixed index annuities are very complex, often have high surrender fees. Each one can be very different and they can change the rules every year. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Retirement Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a five-star review to help others discover the show. 
questions, ideas, or discuss your retirement plan, reach out to me, George Jameson, at Capital Wealth Group. Visit our website at capitalwealthplan.com to learn more. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more insightful retirement planning in future episodes. And now for the disclaimer. The information discussed in this podcast is for general explanations and education only. It is not tax, legal, or investment advice. Before considering acting on any information heard here, first consult with your tax, legal, or investment advisor. Thank you and have a great day. 